MMA Fight Corner. This is Phil Devine and Heidi Fang with MMA Fight Corner. Speaking with Efrain Escudero, going into UFC 145 and fighting Matt Danzig. How are you doing, Efrain? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm very good. So you were cut by the UFC, obviously in September 2010, and this is your second fight back since they brought you back into the fold. How important is this one to you? Uh, you know, every fight's important. You know, when you step into the octagon, you're, you're trying to move up that rank, trying to move up that ladder. So, you know, we can't think ahead or we can't think of uh, uh, consequences. You just got to continue to go on and go out there and have fun and do your job. One of the interesting things about this fight is, is that both you and Mac are former winners of the Ultimate Fighter. Um, talk about that for a minute and uh, what kind of excitement that brings into this fight. Uh, you know, winning the Ultimate Fighter has been a uh, an awesome career in, in our lives, you know, both of us, uh, Mac Denzik's been in there, you know, with some of the best uh, in, in the lightweight division, and, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's an exciting step in the octagon, just get, a, get the opportunity to fight against somebody like that, and I, uh, I, I'm i ready, you know, it's uh, being the ultimate fighter winner, you know, i got to represent our season, and uh, I will do that. Yeah, Dana actually, in an interview we had with him a few months ago, had said that you know when when all is said and done with the Ultimate Fighter, he hopes for this to be a worldwide thing and be able to see tournament with season winners from around the world facing off each other to find out who really is the Ultimate Fighter. And I think that would be a very interesting thing if they did that. You know, he had uh, you know the Ultimate Fighter India, the Ultimate Fighter like they had in England. You know, and really you know bring the sport worldwide. I think that would be a great way to do it. Yeah. It's a great way to introduce into your own uh, your own country. You know, you have your your winners of your own country, and then at the end of the day, they all meet up and fight against each other. It's pretty exciting. All right, a little tired over there? A little bit, man. It's uh, yeah, right now it's like five in the morning in uh, Arizona time, so. Oh, we're right in Vegas, dude. You should have just come on over, and, and we should have done the interview right over here in the house. Oh, you're actually in Vegas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little early over here, too. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that was interesting was, uh, you know, when we got on the line with you, Heidi had brought up about how, you know, uh, you were released from the UFC. But I had read in an interview that, you know, you don't feel that this fight um, has really any strong bearings on whether or not you'll be released again. Uh, you don't feel as much pressure going into this one, both, mostly because both of you guys are scrappers and you're going to go on there and you're going to put on an entertaining fight. Um, but uh, what, what was it like going in there after you got that phone call to come back to the UFC? And, and you got a, was there a little disappointment when you got back, especially taking the fight on short notice with Volkman, uh, with the way the fight turned out? Uh, you know, when I got the call back, you know, I was really excited. You know, we've been working so, so hard for us to come back. And um, coming back, you know, we knew that that's how the way it was going to happen, you know, on a short notice kind of fight. And uh, when I got the call in December of last year, I was really excited just to call a coach, kind of played a joke on him, saying that uh, I kind of got injured and I wasn't able to, <laughs> I wasn't able to fight. And then uh, he, and then I told him I was gonna like, you know, that I needed the money. I was gonna fight anyways. And the coach tried to talk me into like, hey, let's rest it for a couple. 
couple of days, and little did he know I was back in the UFC. And then after that, it was a, it was a, a funny prank, but you know, he actually just got up and looked at me a little bit right now when I said this story. <laughs> Well, it, it, it's, it's funny. I mean, your coach gets to kick your ass every day in practice. You know, you might as well have a little fun with him, right? Oh yeah, totally. It was a, it was it was fun. And speaking of practice, you uh you're over at the lab there in Arizona, correct? Yes, I am at the MMA lab in Glendale, Arizona. And what's it like training there? I know you guys have uh, had a pretty big year so far, and especially with uh, Benson taking home that title. Uh, how's the uh, the atmosphere around the gym lately? The atmosphere around the gym is pretty good, man. You know, our team is so close. It's kind of like, um, like a, like a collegiate sport, like you know, wrestling or, you know, like football and stuff. You know, once you miss practice, you have at least one of the guys or, or people asking you, hey, where were you at practice today? You know, so you don't want to le- let the team down. You know, and some and some gyms, you know, people can take, some people take the day off or, you know, we try to we try to let people know before we're, we're not going to be able to attend we have a close family in there and that's the way we want to keep it how does working with the light heavyweight champion and Simpson Henderson actually help motivate you for your fight does he give you any kind of like advice or insight like as far as going into doctor then uh, working out with Ben Henderson has been uh, very good, uh, especially because he has a good motivation. The work ethic he puts in, the way he steps into the, the practice room, the way he carries himself inside and outside the octagon is just rubbed up on us. You know, we try to do our best and go in there and, and, and perform. And if we can be in there with, with Ben Henderson and, you know, I don't know if you've seen that guy's tree legs, but when he kicks, he <laughs> Going into a fight with Matt Downs, it's got to help you for the preparation, being that he's one of those fighters that just comes to bang. How ready are you to uh, scrap with him getting into the fight? Uh, I'm ready to scrap. I'm a scrapper, and just got to make him, make him go to my lube, like, uh, like, like the song would say. And uh, I just got to go out there and have fun. I got to... Stick and move and pick him apart and find his weaknesses and exploit him over and over and over again and uh, and try to finish the fight from the first second to the last second of the fight. I, I like that attitude. I really do. Especially the skip to my loop part. That's going to be pretty interesting. Can we see that on the way to the octagon? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be probably. I even put the jam in my headphones too and uh and start jamming out to it just so I can get it more in my head. Whatever keeps you motivated, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had also read that you know you're from Sonora, Mexico and that your nickname is Echo in Mexico. Which means made in Mexico. So I heard that you were even called that like in Tufts, they were walking around calling you Echo. How did you get the nickname? How did I get the name? Um, we were at one of Drew's tickets uh, fighting the UFC back in the day. And after the fight, we all went to hang out, and we were out. We were out at dinner, and somebody said, "Hey, we should all get like a like a cool tattoo that symbolized something, you know?" Because we were there was like a couple friends that we always hung out together, always trained together. And I, out of the blue, said, "We should get a Chomeco tattooed." So everybody laughed, and we giggled, and we continued our day on. And then after. Um, 
couple of weeks, uh, I get a phone call from Drew, and he's all like, hey, uh, come over to my house, and he lived right next to the tattoo parlor, and when he, when I walked in, he's all like, you ready to go get your tattoo? And I was like, what? And then he, uh, he took off his shirt and showed me Echo Mexico tattooed on him, and he's extremely a white person, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, uh... I ended up, I had to get it, you know, because a white person already had it, so I was like, all right, cool, so I got it, and all of a sudden, you know, it, it like, went on the Ultimate Fighter, people just started calling me Echo, and, you know, you know, because at first, I, I thought it was kind of, like, cool, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's unique, and then, little did I know, it became my name. It worked for you, you pulled it off well. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> Well, listen, we uh, we appreciate your time. I know it's it's quite early for you, um, but we want to wish you the best of luck this Saturday night at UFC 145 against Max Andig. It should be a hell of a fight. Uh, really looking forward to it. Really happy to see you back in the UFC. And uh, wish you nothing but the, the best, Efren. Hey, well, thank you very much, and uh, thanks for the time for uh, your time. And hope to talk to you guys soon. All right, looking forward to it, buddy. Thank you. Don't forget to tune in to UFC 145, Jones versus Evans, Saturday, April 21st at 7 p.m. from the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for listening to the MMA Fight Corner on Fox Sports Radio, 920 a.m. The MMA Fight Corner.